Thanks for sticking around for Q&A. You're welcome. Don't. <laughs> I'm about to say something nice, so. Oh. <laughs> Everybody. Grease, grease the skins. <laughs> uh, excellent job this morning. Oh, thank you. I just love, I love that the church gets to see that you, of your own uh, perspective, share this passion. Your wife swears like a sailor. And uh, wife swears like a sailor. My, that was the take home. That, 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 I, I, it's been taken home. If you don't know that by now. Yeah, that's when you know you've approached that family. Right. Is when they start... Well, you can be that honest. And you, that's a joke, by the way. You know that's a running yeah, joke yes, with yes, him yes, about yes, his for, wife. <laughs> I don't want it committed to film forever. Oh, my yeah. goodness. You, if you say it... If you do that joke too often, then everyone just thinks it's true. Well, and then maybe she'll just have to lean into it, and we'll just be like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that we started this because... Anyway, yes. uh, I love that the church gets to see that you yeah. have yes. a passion... Uh, I was just seconds ago having that conversation, which is to say that uh, this crazy principle that God's word has to be true in order for him to be God was specifically the thing that kept me on the other side of the fence in the atheist camp for so long because it is the easiest argument to make against Christianity uh, on the whole. I mean, it just... Well, and it's insane how widespread among believers it is that it's okay to not think. Because the answer... So if I lob that over the fence and I say to someone, I go, well, look, here's the problem with your faith is uh, God can't tell a story. He, he contradicts himself and all of the other problems with the text. The answer was not generally, yeah, it does, and it, and it can, and it will. It's just that I don't see it. It was never, never, ever did I get that answer. I got what everybody who doesn't have truth has, which are excuses and like a really elaborate workaround. Like, well, okay, but listen, you know, through it flawed people, he and his they message, were they were telescoping and they were bunching right. things together because they had an agenda. And it's like, and it's and it's a mess. Yeah, and it's you know, and uh, and again, like all the classes that you take, like hermeneutics, love them. I'm not saying anything negative about those. Those are all necessary and true and good up until they disagree with a fundamental principle that is in the Bible, that is a biblical principle, stated as clearly as those like three scriptures today, every word of God is flawless. There's not a workaround for that. And so I would feel like I go, well, there, I'm, I'm hanging Christians real easy on this. And so what I was telling this person back here, who was like, yes, good reminder, we need to, we need to know that, um, it was not until I came here specifically at the church. That was the first time that I heard that response. Like, yeah, they are. And then to which I go, well, just tell me more. And you go, I'm on it. We haven't worked them all out yet. <laughs> I don't have it. But, but I have the enough. ones that are blind. It isn't wrong. Right. We are blind. And to which I say, well, okay, well, that's... Stupidly simple premise. And that fits with the whole rest of your doctrine. Why didn't you start there? The whole thing is about this humble heart that you're supposed to have, that you're supposed to realize I don't have it and that I need to submit to it. And all your stories in your Bible are stories of that. Going, because, I think I got it all figured out. And then God going, no, you don't. Because here's the thing. If you say to a believer, whoever that believer is, <clears throat> um, is the word of God perfect? And they say, well, no, because it's been blah, blah, blah. That's where it ends. I'm not going to go yeah. seek anything. I'm going to look for answers because it's not. If you say, yes, it is. And then the follow-up is, well, then how come this, that, and the other? And you say, I don't know. 
I know that I'm blind and I don't understand it yet. And so I know somehow it can be made to make, be made, it can be made to make sense, but it hasn't been done yet and I can't do it. Now that, if you say it enough times, one day makes you go, so why, why aren't people looking for a way to make it make sense? Is there a way in there to make it make sense? Right. And I, it's so embarrassing that the whole philosophy driving this church in such a unique direction. Right. I mean, the embarrassing part is that it's unique. 100%. Is, is to absolutely stand on the word of God as having been uh, uh, inspired perfectly, written perfectly, and preserved perfectly. Oh, right. but there's, but there's uh, Bibles that disagree with each other. And yeah. I, you know what? However it is in our hands, that is how it was perfectly intended to do what God intends it to do. Right. And so let's go and, and, I, let's... and I don't get it. I mean, I don't understand. Correct. You don't. It's that same way we were talking a few weeks ago where it's like, well, God, I thought you loved me. Why did you break my foot? I was talking to somebody else first service. And it's like, well, who knows what he's saving you from? You don't know. You have such this limited scope. Right. So when he presents with you a book of perfection, says it's perfect, and then you go, but it really looks like you're, you know, bad. The same way that it looked bad when you broke my foot. You go, he's just he's saying. He's doing something. Hang on, buddy. <laughs> like, I can't wait to tell you. But the, the key there being, hang on. Be patient. Listen. I'm trying to tell you if you'd let me talk. And, and so I... I love that, and I think the, the, the other point I want to make is um, it is rare because it doesn't fill churches. You know, it's not, it doesn't sell well when published. That stuff just doesn't go over well because it has that inherent um, humility to say that I don't have it all right now, and that's an incredibly hard thing to say. So what I want to say is how proud I am to be a part of a church that does, that wants to come on a Sunday and say, me too, I admit that I don't know and that we don't have the answer, but we are finding it because we also believe it exists. And yes. that is just incredible. Amen. Yes. Did you have a question? Yes, are you guys busy? Are you guys still busy? Oh yeah, we're actually, we're, we're on. live the, streaming yeah. our Q&A. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. You're on right now. What would you like to say? <laughs> oh, it's private. So oh, okay, okay. I didn't, but definitely, don't, yes. Don't definitely say, don't say yeah, anything private. Not, yeah. We've got the three cameras. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. We'll be, as soon as we're done, we'll catch though, you. Just, yeah, we're just going to a few minutes until people yell at me and rake me over the coals. we got a few. Um, yeah, what do we got coming okay. in here? Uh, love the forcing the puzzle analogy because when you try to force a puzzle piece, you can damage or break the piece. And when you force it, the picture does not turn out correctly. And if you force the wrong piece in the wrong place, the other pieces are all off. 100%. That's another one of those, um, uh, from the very beginning, when you started teaching on this, um, and I think it was back when you were harmonizing the Gospels. Uh, what was the guy's? Who, who was that guy? Not um, who's your Bart Ehrman? Yeah, uh, I can't think of his name right Dan? now. But it was something Dan. Like Dan because he was Barker? at one time. Is it Dan Barker. Bark, Barker? I, th I think so. Anyway, he was offering at one time. He was offering like ten thousand dollars to anyone who could harmonize. And then he pulled that. But. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he was, and, and and one of the points that you made there was. If you just start off wrong, you just put one piece, you just do one foundation piece wrong, then you can do everything else right, and you're still way off base. It's that it's perfect just... logic. You can, we, we confuse logic with truth. Right. If you accept a foundation that one plus one is three, mm -hmm. that's not true. But if you accept it and build on that, then perfect logic 
will dictate the, if one plus one is three, perfect logic says one plus two is four and one plus right. three is five and on it goes. And so people look at their logic and go, my logic's flawless. Therefore it's truth. Right. No. What's it built on? Right. Because you can have, and this is hard for people to grasp, you can have flawless logic based on a lie. Right. Based on misunderstanding. And so you have to get back. So, and the only basis, if you're going to actually be a believer that believes that the God described in the Bible wrote the Bible as described, your only foundation can be he's perfect and it's perfect. And therefore, anything that doesn't make sense, if you go, yeah, but I mean, that, that contradicts, so we have to say that's false. Well, then you've just placed yourself above God yeah. and you can't call yourself a believer. Right. Right. You can't. So feel free to not call yourself a believer, but don't say I'm a believer, but I don't believe the Bible. But I believe in perfect. the Bible that I'm sort of editing and redacting. Yeah. Like, no, I no, believe no, no. the Bible's perfect, and I believe there are things in it that I am too blind to understand. Yeah. But because I believe they're perfect, I'm yeah. going after those. And we have knocked off so many of those. And right. Some I haven't shared with the church, some of the biggest. And also, scariest. just on those principles, right, that this is what you're supposed to do. I was just talking to somebody who I think it was like, uh, who had just gone, done the Bible cover to cover for the first time, you know, and was just wanting to share something about it and noted the sort of bookend warnings of whatever you do, don't add a word, don't subtract a word. And you gotta wonder, like that is of exactly- A like, word. What, you know, because it's saying, trust me. Like I know you're gonna want to. Uh -huh. Like why would you have to put it's that in there? It's gonna look like you need to. <laughs> yeah. But trust me, don't I'm doing do a it. thing. If you do that, we ruin the whole process. Yep. And that's just funny. Yep. Funny, funny boohoo, not funny hot. Um, what was your favorite part of your, oh wait, any-, any yeah, thank, uh, thanks so much for this courageous sermon to being willing to tackle the issues of the day. And isn't that funny that this is courageous? Yeah. I, I, that's the, another point that I'm just... I mean, churches aren't standing on this. The churches are... Uh, because of Bart. Well, <laughs> and the people that are going... That, that, that used to be our heroes that go around to the colleges and debate right. the atheists on the supremacy of God's word... All the major ones have changed their arguments to reasons, excuses why it isn't perfect. No one's, no one's going out arguing that it is anymore. It's just, it's just I think uh, right. the church at large is unaware that this is the attack of our generation. Right. Uh I'm wondering, is it possible that the reason these, quote, very smart people who see the seemingly contradictory portions of scripture can make it make sense because they are starting on the attitude of, quote, you are God and I am not. It seems like the important first step to being able to solve God's word, and unfortunately, the skeptics aren't starting with right. a prostrate That's what you, spirit. You kind of pointed that out yes. in your message when you quoted Jesus as saying, uh, no one hides it, he puts it on a stand so that those who come in, and as you pointed out, you gotta come in. And, if, right. and you come in by letting him in. Yes, yes. And if you don't do that, you're not gonna see it as light and you're not going to listen to it carefully because you're not gonna trust that it's perfect because you don't even believe in him being a perfect yes. guy. And, and so it's funny how it's all, it's dominoes. And, and this, this you are God and I am not, now, again, one of the things I was trying to say is like things that are really, really simple, can, we're really good at making them really complicated because that sounds really great and easy and a humble heart and nothing can go wrong. But 
we find a way. So when you have some people be like, I did, I started that. You are God and I am not. So why am I trying to do anything? He does it all. So I'm going to sit in my chair and just wait for it to happen. And you go, that's not what I meant either, though. That's not, that's, that's <laughs> right. a false humility that you're using to justify Yeah, I like inaction. that in your message when you were, you were showing that the both ends of the, of the exaggeration are wrong uh, to just accept what the enemy says or to just have blind faith. You go, well, I believe what I believe because I believe it. It's like, you have to be willing to the seek and ask. Right. I like that. Yeah. You know um, what else I liked in your message? What? I liked when you said it's hogwash and you said that's my church word. It's like, oh, yeah. you found a way to swear in church. <laughs> that's right. Thanks to my wife. She's a <laughs> okay. teacher. Um, also, I have a couple questions about, so. Ask yourself then. No, this is because they still come, because I get this question too. So when is the harmony coming out? Right, we get this periodically because for those of you who don't know, this started when I came to this church and discovered just in progress getting off the ground was this principle that we're talking about here today where Before Bruce, we had proof. Yeah, it's just going like, I demand this. I demand this to be possible. And him going, but it's, remember but the, okay. But, remember the crazy wall? I absolutely. The crazy wall with every piece of the gospels on it, uh -huh. with the strings and the. Exactly. I was like, oh, Howard Hughes works here. This is going to be fun. And so sure enough, you go in and, and, and anyway, uh, been working on that, right? That's been the foundational thing. That's the thing that uh, has attracted me to this place, uh, his place, is uh, because of that principle and that premise. And so I, too, I was going to say this in the message and I didn't have time. I asked that question probably more than anyone. So like, when's it at? I said, when I graduate from college, can I have a copy? Can I have the first copy? Can I have a working copy? And I just kept, and I, and I, I, I remember thinking, why are you so reluctant? Just give it to me. And just, it takes this level of maturity to have been a part of it this long to get exactly what I'm trying to say with the thrust of this message, which is you need to do it. <laughs> like it can't just be one. I mean, because even if you, even if you have it, you will need to read it. You will need to understand it. You will need to commit it to your heart. You will need to make sense of it. And of course, the other thing, like we said, is the more time that goes into it, the less any words. Yeah, of, that's. Of somebody yours asked are in me it. this morning outside that that question, and in a nutshell. All the, we've removed all the contradictions and what we finally learned after years of, of trying to figure it out is you don't have to figure it out. You just have to stop putting pieces where they don't want to mm -hmm. go. What we discovered was the way to harmonize the gospels is to plug your ears to tradition and just if the scripture says Jesus went up a mountain and spoke and then came down the mountain, keep it in that order. Right. If it says he went to a party at Matthew's and uh, Jairus interrupted the party. Let him he, interrupt them. Yeah. Like. And so out of almost every harmony can be broken into the two camps. The ones that put Jesus coming down the mountain before he goes up and the people who have Jairus interrupt the party before it takes place. And the reason you have those two camps in almost 100% of the harmonies is because everyone is trying to protect one story that isn't that is tradition and right. not scripture. It's when Jesus calls Matthew to follow and he has a party. Tradition says, not scripture, tradition says that was when Matthew first became a disciple. Right. But if you let Jesus go up that mountain and speak and come down, or 
you let that party start that Jairus interrupts. If you do either one of those right. things, then Matthew is chosen as one of the apostles before Jesus calls him to follow and have a party. Now, if only there was some precedent for Jesus ever behaving like that, where he might, might have already met, called, talked to, even gone around for a while. You mean like with... in your sermon today, the oh, story. Oh, like that one? Yeah, where he called in the same, in the same place, he calls Peter, Andrew, James, and John to follow. And we know from John chapter 1 that Andrew was his first disciple. Right. And that he took Peter to him and he called him the rock. And this is almost a year later so you when have he to calls make, them to follow. You have to make the Gospels be wrong and stupid to help yourself be wrong and stupid is really what I'm hearing in that. And that's the, that's the funny part is you have to say, uh-oh, no, not that, because I need it to be this wrong thing. And, that, right. that's that and all you have to say is, okay, tradition's wrong, and right. scriptures are right, and then let it tell its story. So to answer the question, uh, we have that worked out. But in doing that, what I discovered was um, the reason. The reason the four gospels are presented the way they are right. is to show us and teach us what Jesus did with the entire Old Testament. Right. We've never seen the Bible Jesus was using because you can harmonize the entire Old Testament into one, about 1,500 pages into that. Mm -hmm. And as I began to do that, it's like, oh, the Gospels are the, are the trainer. Right. Now you can go to Kings and Chronicles and the Psalms and Isaiah and you can start putting the Old Testament together. And it's turning into one incredible story, but... It's also revealing a lot of pieces that go with the Gospels that this is what right. Jesus, and you take a piece and you put it there and all of a sudden I'm able to remove all of my commentary because I'm trying to get it from that piece then. Right. That's happened enough times that I now understand what the finished product is supposed to look like. Right. Just Bible. Right. It's not there yet. And I think uh, the whole thing's going to come together at once. Got a few more years to put into it, but yeah. we are... We are doing it, it as fast all it as we is, can. All it is, which I, you know, because also one of the things that I struggled with initially on it was then just like, why, why now? How now? How does this work out? And, and it's just, you know, it's, this is all just forensics. We all, there's a reason also why we all love these CSI shows and everything right now is because it's, all this is is just the advent of DNA. It's a new tool to just go, hang on a second. We hadn't even considered this new methodology. Now let's revisit all of the problems that... Because we had answers for everything, and then whenever a new technology comes out, you have to go revisit those things and go, okay, well, we never had a really good answer. Let's take this new thing, and, well, there you go. That solves that. But we, for some reason, refuse to give up the tradition and say, no, that's still it. And we go, but we have a whole new thing that we should just apply and see if it works better than that tradition. And they go, sir, I'd like you to leave the church, please. And I just <laughs> love that this church so says the opposite. we're going to just keep plowing into this until the whole Bible is one story, and I'm... Yeah. That's where that is. That's where that is. And I think that's where we should end it. I think anybody unless else? anybody has we got some rolling on the floor laughing, make gospels make gospels wrong and stupid so I can be wrong and stupid. So good. Yes, I know, right? That's it's just funny that that is us. And so we should that's our dose of humility, right? Is that yep. it takes this long for us to get there. But well thank you for your passion. Thank today. you for yours. I wouldn't yeah. it's what sparked mine. Like I know, fire. but seeing you up here, uh, Talking about this is like, oh, now I, now I feel like I could get hit by the bus and the place would just keep going. I don't like that feel at all, but I'll accept <laughs> it as a compliment. Because you never know. I know. I know that I don't know.
ta-da. Anyway, so anyway okay, anything else you want to add before nope. we go, we're taking off? Nope. All right, well then love everybody. Thanks for sticking around. Let's do love it again next week. Okay, Amen. see ya. Okay, bye.